Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dave Wanstead, hanging out with Molly and Hawk. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We, uh, we're we here with Coach Wanstead. We've been talking about uh, uh, DeMar Hamlin, the Bills' safety, who collapsed on the field last night and uh, received CPR before being rushed to the hospital. He remains in critical condition. Um, Dave, uh, we also threatened to talk some Bears football. I don't know if I've seen a Bears game as disappointing as the one last week. And, you know, frankly, it was the first time doing the postgame show here on The Score. I know you're on the football after show on NBC Sports Chicago, but we're getting fan react. It was the first time I heard kind of anger from the fan. You know, it was such a thorough defeat that I think people were miffed and fed up in it, and now you're in a nine-game losing streak. There's not much to get out of the final game of the season. Uh, at some point, you do become concerned about where you're picking. I know the top four is a good spot to find gr- really good players, but uh, the difference between the second and the fourth pick is significant. Maybe the Bears could get to the number one overall pick. Would that be a concern, not with the coaches, but, I mean, the way you – you know how you lose a game is, you you know, the quarterback's not feeling well or you're not – there are ways of kind of throwing the final game of the year, and we've seen it around the NFL at various times. There we go. Uh, I would say that, you know, I, I would not be concerned. Uh, and I've been, hey, with Matt Eberflus all along, you know, uh, let's get Justin as much playing time as we can. But at this point, he is, I mean, last week, I mean, we're thankful he got out of that game healthy, guys. I mean, I'm watching that thing, and he took some shots that uh, were scary, you know, from the standpoint of, of being hurt. Uh, you don't want that going into the offseason. So he's got enough bumps and bruises right now that I don't think anybody on that football team or in that organization, if you said, you know, his, his foot's bottom, his shoulder, pick pick a part of the body that hasn't been beat up. You say, you know, he he, he we, we need to just kind of rest him a little bit here and, and, and get him back healthy. Fair enough. Let me play devil's advocate for a second, though. You have a quarterback who still has a ways to go as as a passer, and yep. we heard that from his general manager uh, before Sunday's game to WBBM. You have uh, a wide receiver in Chase Claypool who has ways to go as a receiver. That chemistry matters. Does the possibility or what value would there be if they have 
a success against the Vikings. If Justin Fields throws for 250 and two touchdowns and Chase Claypool has seven catches for 100 yards, don't you want to see or give them an opportunity to do that? And how does that weigh into your decision? Yeah, you would like to see that, but it wouldn't uh, at this point. It would not outweigh. Now, I would what I would do, and I said this on the after show. I said I would come out and say, you know what? Let's let's we're going to start Justin, but let's come out and let's go to a hurry up offense. You know, let's let's try to work a situation or two here where he can get live full speed work, where he's got to make some decisions, where he's got to make a few throws, where the receivers got to run the right routes. And you can do that without calling quarterback runs. And 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 he's going to – if it's in a hurry-up situation, he's probably going to get the ball out quick. If it's in a hurry-up situation, the defense is probably going to pretty much be locked into one defense, which is an advantage for the offense. So I would start Justin. I probably wouldn't play him the whole game. This is just me personally. And I, I would use some situations where I felt like it was about as good as we could put him in, but yet he would get some quality okay. work. That, that's how I would Fair do enough. it this week. And, and that, that wouldn't make much sense. Hey, Minnesota, they know who, they're playing the Giants. They're locked into their spot in the playoffs, yes. I believe, right? Yeah, they are. Am I correct? So, I mean, they, they're they, expected not to field yeah. their best team. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to see Kirk Cousins or Jeff. You're gonna, not going to see any of those guys play. I mean, Dalvin Cook and them. So the Bears do have a legitimate chance to win this game, you know, but I, I still wouldn't go out there and, and call 10 quarterback runs with Justin Fields. And I, I don't know. That's just my personal feeling as far as where we're at right now. But it would just be for – let me make this point so I'm clear on this. It would all be – it would be just about his health. It wouldn't be about getting a higher draft pick. I would not be thinking about that. Would it be discussed? Absolutely. Let's not kid ourselves. Mm -hmm. Don't stick your head in the sand. Is it a discussion point? Absolutely. But in my mind as a head coach, I would be thinking more about his health and future rather and and my future (laughs) more more than I would the draft pick. Uh, Dave, Ryan Poles was on WBBM's pregame show and – a lot of people reacted to one of his comments which about Justin Fields where he said he's shown ability to make a ton of plays with his legs. No one questions his playmaking ability, but really growing as a passer is going to be the next step. That seems fairly obvious watching it, and yet when you hear it from the general manager, it isn't exactly the kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, it, it isn't the, the vote of confidence that, that maybe you expect to hear at this point yeah. in the season. And you're not going to see it. I, I thought, and I was praising, I mean, I was trying to keep Olin Crutes happy and keep him on my side, but in <laughs> all honesty, I was really encouraged how I thought the offensive line was improving as the year went on. You know, I said that on the show here. And I thought the entire team took a step back last game. Yes, but, but the offensive line and that protection was – you know, we try to do some drop back passing between guys not being open and then the protection. Justin didn't have much of a chance. No. And so I, I hear what Ryan Poles is saying, but, you know, you're not going to get the look that you want with Justin uh, with the protection in the receiver situation unless you come out and do what I said. Come out and go hurry up, no huddle, let's go, let's see. Let's get him at the line and go. Get the ball out quick and see if we can get a little confidence, a little rhythm here and uh, see what happens. Is part of the conversation if Justin Fields wants to play and is another part of that conversation 
if he wants to break the record? Do you factor either mm, of those boy. two things in? What's he need, 60 yards? How many? 63, I think. Yeah. 63 yards for the record, yeah. I, I, that's I, one run, Dave. Yeah, I was <laughs> that, that's one that, That's one Do run. Do coaches think that way? Do they care about that stuff? Boy, you know, there, there's a part of you that wants the kid to get it. Yes. Yes. Uh, Justin Fields, no way is going to say, I don't want to play. He's going to walk in and say, I want to play. I think they got to have a plan for him. Boy, I, I didn't even think about that. Now you said that, David. I mean, now I might call a quarterback runner too, you know? <laughs> if, if that's, it, and he's going to say, no, coach, it's not important to me. Yeah. You know, well, it is, though. But you it, know, he said, he, here's what he said. This is a couple weeks ago. He was asked about the record, and he said, I don't want to be a thousand yard rusher. It doesn't matter. But now that I'm here, you know, I may as well set the record. Might as well. And, yeah. You know, yeah, it I, really I get that. is a fair comment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm going to have Mike Vick on one of my shows uh, Thursday. I was texting with him this weekend. You know, that's whose record he will break. Right. right? Isn't it Mike Vick? And, uh, he already broke Mike yeah. Vick's. It's Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, So he okay. broke he broke Vick's. Okay. Vick is second, I okay. believe. You're right. Well, I'm sorry. Vick is third. now third. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. So that that's, boy, that's a tough one. That is a tough one right there. I would have to really see what uh, Justin's reaction is. You know, how do you feel about this? And if he is adamant, coach, this is very important to me. It really is. Then I would probably try to come up with something. Uh, now, it might not. It might be a quarterback draw or something where we're trying to block and protect him and tell him to get down. But I, I don't. That's a tough one, guys. Here's another tough one, Dave. I want to go back to the Hamlin situation. I want to go back to last night because after the concerns for his health are expressed, and obviously that is the priority, there is a playoff race. There are seedings to determine. And the conversation this morning as we talked with Brad Biggs, what to do about that game. It's hard for me to envision them playing that game. Going from all this perspective, which we all realize is necessary given what we saw and how scary it was, and now they're going to play tomorrow? They, I don't see they how they – flew home. They're home already. How do they play this game, Dave, and what do they do if they if they don't? As a coach, what are the coaches thinking? How are they handling this dilemma? Well, it, nothing's going to happen until we all get news, primarily the Bills uh, and and the Bengals, until we get news, right? Uh, you know, what what is the medical situation? Uh, you know – nothing's going to happen. I mean, that to me, that's as big a thing as anything. When the, when the players think, hey, is, is DeMar okay? Is he, is he going to survive this? Is he not? You know what I mean? Those thoughts, that's the biggest issue that I see right now. So until something is definite coming out of the hospital, where his health status is, I don't see anything happening with this game. Hmm. Yeah, um, Dave, I, I'm just curious. When you watched, you know, we you talked about defending the – offensive line and and god bless you for that and obviously within the game both guards both starting guards went down with injury and that kind of changed the way you know if you were helping or chipping or protecting you kind of left braxton jones on an island as a left tackle and we know that he has struggled uh against bull rushes well he was bull rushed out of like my future plans for the Bears. I'm just saying, when I watched that, I thought, well, add to the list competition at left tackle. Not that I didn't think that going in, but it was a reminder that as you look at each individual starter on that offensive line, 
You need more. You need a lot more, and you need to build from the inside out with any team, and you got to get better on the line of scrimmage. Is it was I wrong with that? Did I am I wrong to think that he's not locked in at any position to me now because of what happened in that game? Well, you know, this was a, mentally this was a uh, a tough one for. I mean, let's face it. Detroit was thirty second in the league in defense. Okay, so the Bears are going into this game, uh, you know, probably you know with the mindset that hey, we got two games left, where it's the holidays. I mean, all that stuff, and then you're playing a defense in Detroit that you know was ranked the worst defense in the NFL coming into that game. So, if there was ever a chance, even for a rookie. Molly, even for a rookie to put your guard down a little bit, I, I could see how that would happen. I, you know, I, I put your guard down a little bit. That's when you get beat, right? I mean, uh, so I, I'm, I wouldn't put much into that. No, I, I think uh, as much as technique work in the off season with offensive linemen, weight room, uh, all those things that are going to be important to to build up strength and and build up some of those fundamental skills that we need to take a step with our offensive line. That's as important in the offseason as anything, and it's important at that position probably more so than any of them. Dave, we haven't talked to you since the news broke last (coughs) week from Pete Thamel that Kevin Warren interviewed for the job of Bears president. The Big Ten commissioner has done a lot, had success in a short period of time. He's also had some controversy. Is the Bears president's job – a better job than the one Kevin Warren has, and what was your level of surprise? Well, is it a better job? You know, it, it's, it goes back to my old theory, you know, that Coach Shula told me when I took the job with the Dolphins with him, you know, remember the this is the NFL now. It's not college. And in the NFL, the most important person, number one, is your owner. Number two is your owner, and number three is your owner. <laughs> and I think that situation relates to That's awesome. I love that. I think that relates to this situation. You know, Kevin Warren's sitting there now, and I, I don't know this. I'm kind of halfway just kind of talking here, but you know, there's 14 teams, right? In the Big Ten. He's getting 14 calls every week from presidents complaining. He's getting 14 calls from athletic directors. He's getting 14 calls from head coaches. You know, they don't like this. They need to change this. How come with the scheduling and NLI, everything, the whole bit. Now, you know, this is he's dealing with the owner, and he's dealing in a situation that he has a real comfort zone. You know, 15 years, a couple points here real quick, 15 years in the National Football League, he knows how the structure works in New York City with, with, with the commissioner and all the other owners. He knows that. He knows just bring it in close, to, just to the Bears, how the internal works of uh, organization works with the GM and the head coach, blah, blah, blah. Most importantly, and I don't know if George even cares about any of that stuff, McCaskey. The thing that it, to me is is a check the box and a, it, make the deal happen is that Kevin was a, you know the C- chief operating officer of the Vikings, and he was there when they built that new stadium and I don't know to what degree exactly what he was involved, but they said that the, the owner up there used the term, you know, that he was heavily involved in us getting the new stadium. So that's an easy decision for George McCaskey. We got a guy that's right here that knows the Bears, that knows the NFL, and he's worked with building a stadium. And that's the priority right now. I mean, for if you're George McCaskey, 
That's the priority, other than obviously personnel and coaching. That's the big. That's going to be a huge deal, and it's going to be for years. So I could see how that would happen. Dave, I know this is a crazy comment, but I got to ask you anyway. We have operated under the assumption that the Bears, if they get a high draft pick, will be trading down and trying to add players. Now, that's one possibility. Another would be to, if you believe Will Anderson could be on a Hall of Fame track, could you use your pick to take Will Anderson? Uh, Jalen Carter. Uh, We heard last week Matt Eberflus talk about the engine of his defense is the three-technique guy. Would Jalen Carter be a possibility? Could you take a big-name defensive guy instead of trading down because you need more picks? What about (laughs) taking a quarterback? If the if the general manager is saying that uh, that the quarterback has to improve as a passer, and I'm not, I, I don't know right. how the draft process will go. If there will be one consensus overall pick at the quarterback, that's a can't miss. I don't know how they're looking at guys at this point. But if that mm. were if that were to happen, and and I think you know the kid from USC, for instance, he's not coming out. He can't come out if he were to be in the draft. I think maybe that's a guy you'd want. So I don't know if anybody will emerge as kind of the the uh, the best player, uh, the obvious choice in the draft. And if so, do you trade down, or is there any possibility that you would consider trying to get a different quarterback? As crazy as that sounds. Yeah, I would think no on the quarterback. You know, and I may be wrong. I don't know what's being talked about. You know, uh, you know, in house in those meetings behind closed doors. But Matt would be my first thought. Let's assume that we're sitting there at the second pick. Now, I will go back this. We we had the first pick of the draft at Dallas, and we took a defensive lineman, Russell Maryland. Yep. You know, so I mean we I've lived that. We had the first pick of the draft. <laughs> God, we must have we had the first pick of the draft at Dallas and we took Troy Aikman. You know, so we've gone both I, I I've I've witnessed and been part of uh two different scenarios. Now, I would say this. Uh, you need to find out. Uh, I'm a big Will Anderson fan, you know. But let, let's use Carter, whoever it doesn't matter. Let's say that, that it's Carter, okay? Let's say it's a three technique that they want, and they are sold on this guy. This guy is going to be a, a difference maker, you know, Pro Bowl player. That's how you got to classify these guys if you take them that high. Now, with that being said, you better you got to know. You say, okay, if we move down, who wants him? You know, so how yeah. far we move, we don't want to – the worst thing would be to move down. And, sure, we could use an offensive tackle or receiver. Don't get me wrong. or, But let's – you know, you, you move down to eight or something, yeah. right? And you're yeah. sitting there, and now your defensive linemen are gone, your quarterbacks are gone. Now you're sitting there, and you're going to take a wide receiver, you know, with the eight pick at a draft, and, and you're saying, yeah, I got extra picks, but – Boy, we could have had a, a guy that we were really excited about. That's the danger. Who would want Will Anderson if he – and you got to have a couple guys that you're going to take. Maybe nobody wants to trade with you. You know, yeah. people know you're probably not going to take a quarterback. So, if, if you want a quarterback, and I'm I'm not dealing with the Bears, right? I'm dealing with the team behind them, right? right? That's the spot that I want. Right. Think about that, yeah, uh, right? No question. Uh, but I, what I'm saying is – Would you give up on Justin Fields now? No, well, or would no, you trade no. if you thought you get more? And I'm not suggesting yeah. you do that. I'm just, I think, Dave, see, this is my belief. I think they came into the season thinking they were going to be drafting a quarterback at the end of the year. I, I don't think, I think if they really believed in Justin Fields, they'd have gotten him 
more protection and some weapons and all the rest of it. I'm just wondering how much the general manager's opinion of the quarterback has changed over the course of the year. Certainly, he has been so dynamic in the running game, it's almost unbelievable. He made their mind up for him yeah. in some ways. Yeah, well, we sat here. Remember, I said week eight. I said, I'm yeah. going to know by week eight. That was my personal number that I put on. And I said, uh, just to see if uh, if this guy can be. Now, I do think that the style of offense that we're, we've evolved to has a huge impact on what we do with Justin Fields. Sure. Yeah. And it looks like we've made that transition now. Is Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze uh, and who you know every Ryan Poles are they committed that this is the offense that we can run to get the Super Bowl? That's why I come back to this point. I want to see how far Philadelphia goes. Right. Philadelphia is my measuring stick with Jalen Hurts because I think it's very similar with what the Bears look at and say we got a guy that can do what Jalen Hurts does. We just got to get Lyman like. Philadelphia got. We got to get receivers like Philadelphia got. Right. Well, let's see how this pans out when they play the Dallases and you know whoever sure. else they Quickly, play. Quickly, Dave, Jim Harbaugh, Athletic reports that he's open to coming back to the NFL. What do you think about that? I think if he interviews for one job, that he's gone. You know, and and and, and Michigan. You know, you know, last year was crazy enough. You're interviewing the day before signing date. You are sitting in the Minnesota Vikings office. You know, and and it's the day before signing date. He's fortunate, and I love Jim. I mean, you know, Jim. You know, Jim and I still stay in touch back and forth. But you know, that would have been a. I would have had to think that over if I'm the AD at Michigan, right? I mean, really. So you know, does this? If, if it starts up again, and we find out that he is going to take an interview, maybe it's time for both to move on. It might be. Wow. Wow, I can't see him in college if he's not at Michigan. I can't, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I couldn't see I, him going I, to Stanford. I could or see him at Indianapolis, though. Is oh, there, I, Colts uh, would but, be yeah. an obvious but let one. Me, let me ask you, is there a better NFL job than Michigan? I don't think so. Is there? Again, back to the Kevin Warren thing. What do you value at this point in your career? Do you think the NFL is where it's at? What is your quality of life like? What do you yeah. want to do with, with your career? I can tell you, you know what, uh, in Closing up, I mean, no, I know that the between the transfer portal uh, and the NLI, that has a lot of coaches discouraged right now. And, and going back, David, what you're saying, maybe that's it. You know, Jim is a little bit of old school guy. Yep. I could see how he would say, you know what, Th- this is – it's out of control. I know what I'm going to be dealing with in the NFL. I'm not sure where college's football is going in the future. Great stuff, Dave. Thanks so much. Great to see you. That is Coach Wanstead. 312-644-6767. We'll be back. We've got uh, we've got a lot of show left. We'll take your calls. It's Mully and Haw on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. 
or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. We got a lot of people who want to talk. 312 644-6767 is the telephone number. Just to close the loop on what Dave Wanstead was saying, and boy, was he good today. A lot of yep. great insight, a lot of yep. valuable information. He referenced Chris Pronger, the NHL Hockey Hall of Famer. Yes. So Chris Pronger in 1998 suffered commotio cordis, yeah. which is what we're describing. He took a blow, I think it was a puck, to the chest, uh, cardiac arrest. He had a, a quicker recovery than you might have expected. It, weeks later, he was back on the ice, and he played 12 seasons after that, Mully, on his way to the Hall of Fame. So you hope for the best. There is no new information this morning, no. which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be. And I, I, I noticed that, like, CNN, like, this is now, like, a national news story. Sure. So everyone is monitoring it. I was really hoping for an upgrade uh, on the condition of the play from critical to stable. That's what I was. Yeah, I think for. that's what everybody hopes for. Hopefully, that will come later this morning. But there has been no new information available, so it, we're left to just recount what happened, uh, speculate on what's ahead for the NFL, and hope for the best for the young man. And 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 just on a personal note, I I want to just I'm not saying that the Bears want to replace Justin Fields. That's that. That is not why I asked that question of Dave and of Big Z. I'm just curious. Um, when you look at everything that's been said, is that you know I really believe that clearly was what they were thinking. They they are losing by design. There is no way that you are paying off that many players in one season and not expecting to have to have to take some lumps. They they are about to lose. They've lost an NFL. A, a franchise, excuse me, franchise record, nine straight games. They're they're on the verge of winning their of losing their tenth straight game. That's what happens when you don't put a team together to start the season, and when the season begins and you trade players. That's I, just the reality. I understand why you'd ask the question. I, I do think it's a valid point. The only thing that I would, and I, and I have referenced it this way myself. Mm-hmm. I think that nobody goes into a season wanting to acknowledge that they're losing by design. I think that's a media term. It fits on many occasions. I think what the Bears would 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 say, and if they wanted to quibble with that, is that they were willing to sacrifice um, the outcomes or sacrifice yeah. quality or the present for the future. And so it's, it's probably semantics, but because this isn't a full-fledged tank, but it has turned out that way because of who they traded. They went into the season with Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. They got rid of those guys. At that point in time, I think the intentions were very clear and the goal pretty transparent. So in that context, when you're in the top five, you have two quarterbacks that are likely to be going, maybe three, 
it, it, it's it's a it's worth exploring. And, and David, just off the top of your head, help me with this one. Dave mentioned that they had two number one picks during his time with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and they took Russell Maryland with one, and they took Troy Aikman with another. I believe it was the reverse order. I think Troy Aikman was the first one taken, and then they took uh, Russell Maryland because the idea is when you are in the – remember they lost every game. Troy had a terrible rookie season. They they had a very bad team. Um, But I think when when you are willing to – when you are in a position to to take a high pick, you usually do that – with the with the idea of taking a quarterback because we're not going to be up here again, we are not going to be up here again. So I mean, I, I would hope that the Bears aren't picking in the top you, two. They to better four not picks, be. They, they, be- they better not be because if they are, then they will be probably in a pursuit of a quarterback, and Caleb Williams will be the man available. Right. And if they're that bad again this year, next year at this time, then it will be for reasons related to Justin Fields' inability to make that next step. That's a hypothetical. We don't need to get, go there. But you're right in terms of the order. 1989, yeah. the Cowboys picked Troy Aikman. And then two years later, Jeff George went yeah. to the Colts in 90. And then 91, Russell Maryland yes. went to the Cowboys with another number one overall okay. pick. There you go. So it was Aikman, Jeff George, and then Russell Maryland. It was Aikman, Cowboys getting better, Cowboys take Russell Maryland. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I'm just saying – you right. yeah. You it's a, it's a valid. It's important to remember. It's a valid that, conversation. It is important to remember. And um, the Bears are in a situation where they need so much help that. And, and and back to the Ryan Poles question that you raised. Going into this season, I don't think that it's accurate. To, let's not have revisionist history here. I don't think he picked a lane. I don't think that he was he was all in on Justin Fields. No. That did not happen, I don't believe, until he made, in my mind, their decision for them with the emergence and the way that he I'm emerged. totally in agreement with so you. So this, this may be a case where, yeah, he's curious about those quarterbacks, but I don't know that he has a real viable option right now other than to go all in for Justin Fields. 312-644-6767. We have a lot of people who have waited a long time. Let's get to Bob in Spring Grove. Hey, Bob. Yeah, good morning, guys. Oh, no. Bob, hold on. we got to get the audio cleaned up. Damn it. I hate when a guy waits that long. Let's uh, let's get that cleaned up. Bob, Bob's in Chicago. We have a different Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Yeah, uh, I, I just got a couple things in regards to uh, Justin Fields. I mean, this guy... All he's done is prove, you know, from the, the, the beginning of the year when everybody had all the questions, and then he goes out and plays the way he does. He's proven that he's a franchise quarterback. He's proven uh, that he has the ability. I mean, he's already he's proven that his draft class, he got picked, what, 10th or 11th, and now if you look at it, they're saying, why didn't he get picked second? You know, so he's done all those things, and – one game that that he has when you got an offensive line that's, you know, I mean, really, the offensive line is, is awful. You only only players on the offensive line that you know that can really play is you got Tevin, he's hurt. You got uh, you got um, uh, what, what's the a white hair, and you got Braxton Jones, who's a young kid, but he's played well. But you know, he's got to play. You know, he got to give him a chance to get better. I mean, he's a rookie. You know, but those are the only three guys that you can say that 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 are ballers on that team, okay, on the offensive line. 
And then everybody's talking about, well, who are the Bears are going to draft? Should they draft a quarterback, you guys are saying? The only, only reason why Chicago Bears should draft a quarterback is to have a quarterback that's able to run that offense the same way that they're running it now, at least close to it, like, you know, if Justin Fields gets hurt. Okay, you want to be able to run the same kind of offense with with the same type of quarterback that can that can do that. That's the only reason why you would draft a quarterback this year. Okay, because you want to be able to do that. Bob, thank you for the phone call. I, I think that you make some good points, but what Molly's suggesting is not criticism of Justin Fields. I think that there's such a sensitivity yeah. about the evaluation of this young quarterback and how far he still has to go as a passer. The evaluation again. It, is not criticism. No, it's analysis. No. It's it's looking objectively at what needs to be done. That doesn't mean that he's not the guy. It just means that and this I'm, is part of the conversation. I'm not saying that they need to do it. I'm just suggesting that 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 you know part of the due diligence of your job is to look at everything and consider everything. I'm I'm really not. I I love what I've seen from Justin Fields. He's had a great year. In a year that was just a horrible year, okay? It was really difficult to watch this team uh, on a week-in, week-out basis to talk about what we were seeing. It's been a very, it's been a, a, a very difficult season for the Bears, and I don't think that, um, that that's a shocker to anyone, personally. <laughs> well, I, I think, don't think it is either, but shouldn't there, there's a, an element that Justin Fields' emergence – does not erase everything else that went wrong this year. They're going to set a record in all likelihood for losses in a season on Sunday. So it's been a very long year, and when you are drafting as high as the Bears are drafting, at this point in time, it is due diligence to explore and talk about all of the potential options that they have and what they could do. 312-644-6767. We're going to get to all the calls, but we've got to uh, talk to Mike Florio. We'll get Mike's perspective on everything he's seen. A perfect guest on a, on a sad day like today. And uh, we'll talk to Mike Florio next. Talk.com, NBC Sports, Twitter.com slash Pro Football Talk. NFL Insider, Mike Florio. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6 7 to the score. We love our opportunity to talk to Mike Florio, and he joins us now on the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank making commercial banking personal. Michael, good morning. How are you? Guys, I'm, I'm uh, doing as well as I can, given the situation that we're still monitoring very closely involving DeMar Hamlin and the Buffalo Bills, something that we all knew was on the radar screen as a possibility, but we never expected it to happen. And now we just wait for further information from the team or the family or the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Are you surprised there isn't more information, Mike? I'm trying not to read too much into it, but I really thought this morning there would be a little more clarity. I, it makes me worry, frankly, but I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect, and we decided last night while processing everything that has happened that we're just going to confine our our focus on official statements from the team, from the hospital, from the family, from the league, 
and wait. There's really nothing else to do. We've suspended coverage of all other issues in the NFL. There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to do other than than show genuine concern, compassion, not just for DeMar Hamlin, although by far his status is the top priority, but everyone who was down on the field last night, the players, the coaches, the staff, people suffered a significant psychological and emotional trauma. Think about how it affected you watching the game, you, anybody who had the game on, anybody that was paying attention to it and was troubled by it, harmed by it, traumatized by it. Multiply that by 10,000, and that's what the individuals right there experienced. And I, I trust that part of this process, this healing process that will take however long it needs to take, includes giving the appropriate care to the individuals who surely were deeply traumatized by what they witnessed last night. Mike, we heard from Troy Vincent in the wee hours of the morning. He explained why there was the 43 minutes between the pause of the game and the official uh, postponement of the game. What did you make of what Troy Vincent had to say? Well, they had to make decisions in real time without the benefit of a manual, without the benefit of precedent, They have extensive plans in place. There's an emergency action plan that kicks in when there is a serious injury. There are scores of medical professionals available at the scene. There's a level one trauma center in close proximity to every NFL stadium. And they provided the care as quickly and as expeditiously as they could. And then they made the decisions that needed to be made about whether and to what extent those teams we're in the right frame of mind to continue. And again, there's no prior case we can cite to say, well, this is how they handled that situation, and that's what was learned from it. This is the case that is going to set the precedent moving forward when this happens again, if this happens again. And that's the reality. You know, you have human beings making human decisions acting on human emotions, doing the best they can while the clock is ticking. And I went back and watched everything from the moment the injury happened until the suspension of the game was announced. And it, it, it's, it's just people trying to figure out the right thing to do. And I think the NFL handled it as best they could. There's that weird question of where the, the notion of giving the players five minutes to warm up and continue came from. I mean, whether that's standard procedure when there's a a protracted delay due to injury and somebody thought that was going to be the right way to go until they realized it wasn't, whatever the case may be. Again, there's no precedent for this. And once they realized the players were in no condition to even think about continuing to play, that's when they decided to move on. And clearly it was the right decision to make. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what else they could have done, frankly, uh, Mike. And, and, you know, I I guess – as you as you watch that unfold it it is it is a blessing that that there are defibrillators at games it is a blessing that the technology has advanced to a point where you know something like this occurs and people are there immediately and it, and everybody joins together and and i think that it was it was a it was really a lesson in all the things that people practice coming into play all the all the the things that they work on all come to you know a moment where they can be there and they can do everything 
humanly possible to try to make sure they take care uh, of the player and get him in the ambulance and get him to the hospital. And, you know, the rest is, is in God's hands. I mean, the rest you just sort of sit back and, and say a prayer and hope for the best. There's really nothing else to be done because it was an extraordinary circumstance. And, and, and I just don't know what else could have been done for him. Well, and what's jarring about this, as we, from time to time, take up the question of whether parents should feel comfortable allowing their children to play football at lower levels of the sport, at the lower levels, you don't have that level of immediacy. You don't have that quality of care. You don't have that many people in a position to mobilize and provide the appropriate attention. And I, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a conscious decision, an informed decision that parents need to make. We've been so focused on head trauma. There are other ways you can suffer serious injury or worse playing football. And I, I, I think, it, to me, when you consider all the resources that are rightfully available at the NFL level, and even then, how scary and terrifying and horrifying the situation was. You, you think about the fact that that, and it does happen from time to time at lower levels of the sport. It's just not a national shared experience. Last night was the first time where millions were tuned in to see something like that happen. Corey Stringer died 21 years ago as a result of heat stroke at a training camp practice. We weren't all watching it happen. There have been other incidents over the years where there wasn't this kind of hyper focus on the moment and I, I just think it's gonna spark discussion debate and some informed decisions moving forward by a lot of people at every level of the sport. It's it's that one little blip on the radar screen that we never thought would happen. We knew it was there and now it's happened and I think it's gonna take some time for everyone to process it. Mike, we know the focus is on Demar Hamlin and his recovery. But if you had a gut feeling of whether or not this game will be continued or played at all, what is it? I don't think the game will be played. I don't think the game should be played. I don't think the Bills or Bengals players should be expected to go out onto a football field again until the appropriate health care professionals, mental health care professionals, have determined that they are fit to proceed. And whether that means they play this weekend and all of week 18 is pushed back a week and we eliminate the bye between the conference championships and the Super Bowl like the league did in 2001 after 9-11. They took the full week of games and tacked it on to the end of season and wiped out the two-week interval or whether they just don't play the game and determine final standings based on winning percentage. They had a protocol ready to go during the pandemic in 2020. If games were canceled, they were going to determine playoff seating based on winning percentage. That's another way to go forward. And the other reality is games are due to be played in four days. There's two games. Not involving these two teams, but games are due to be played. And the Bills are due to play in five days. The Bengals are due to play in five days. And where we are right now, you know, the league said last night they'll make decisions and have conversations at the appropriate time. I don't know when the appropriate time will be, but time keeps ticking. And at some point, decisions make themselves if we don't get to the point where people are comfortable and it's not appropriate to have the conversations about what to do next. Mike, thanks a ton. Thanks uh, so much. Great talking to you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys.
that is Mike Florio, and that's uh, that's very interesting that they have suspended covering anything else until they have some You can hear it in his voice. No you can question. hear it in everybody's voice. Yeah. This is a no very question. serious matter, and I think everybody is just waiting for some good news to come out of Cincinnati. 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.